what episode are we on? This is 30. Holy shit, really? Yeah, we got to have this is a celebration, bitches. 30 consecutive weekly films, man. It's been it's been fun, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Um <clears throat> I mean, there's been some there's been a lot of hits, a few misses. I'm going to open up a on Damon. Yeah. I'm going to open up a, like a porn theater. Hey, where every miss is a hit. <laughs> wow. I, I know. I shit you not. I'm in Seattle, Washington. I look up. It's called the lusty lady. It's a porn theater. <laughs> it said the lusty lady where every miss is a hit. Oh my God. I was Did like, you at least go in there. I took a picture of it. Uh, I you didn't proved, go inside? Man, I was like 17. <laughs> So they let me in there. They're like, whoa, bro. Where's your ID, man? Yeah. You're not old enough I'm to like, watch I'm from Alabama. Films. Age of yeah. consent there's 16. Yeah, bitch. I'm old enough. <laughs> yeah. Would you have gone in there if you could? I mean, it ain't nothing I had never seen before. Well, yeah, of course. Got my own know. little private here at home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how often do I feel you like see? It, I feel like it would have had the. I feel like it would have had the same dismal like bittersweet satisfaction is when you're old enough to finally drink because yeah, i mean uh, i think it's pretty much i mean I, you know it's weird, one of those though, things is you're, like you're sitting in a theater for years already it doesn't matter now that you can go in somewhere and actually get it. but you're sitting in a theater with a bunch of other guys watching people fuck. Uh, well, when you, <laughs> hopefully one well, of them is Wee herman well, well, oh, it's a theater. I thought, I thought you. I thought you meant like a store. No, no it like was a, a movie uh, theater. Yeah, I had a, a screen. That, that changes everything. No, I didn't have a trench coat, so I decided against it. <laughs> I mean, I would have at least popped in there for a second. You know, I took a picture. That was good enough. Griffin would have been like, "Well, <laughs> I would have been." What that smell like? And then you walk in there, you're like, bleach. That's exactly. It, well, it's like it, it's one of those like it's one of those cheesy things too, where like you just like peep around the corner like a classic like yeah you know like like where they look around the corner kid. like <laughs> yeah I would have had to pop in if I ever go somewhere and I see a porn theater I'm gonna have to buy a ticket and just scope it out you know scope it out. <laughs> Yeah, just see what it's about. You know, I am. I'm getting some nachos <laughs> and popcorn. The, the bucket of popcorn comes with a hole in it already. <laughs> oh, we'll put the hole in it for you. Yeah, it's got a little plastic part over it. So, well, I mean, so you well, I feel like. I mean, it's a. I mean, it's a theater. I'm, I assume it would have concessions of some sort. Now yeah, check this lotion. out. Check this out. Here's a gay, <laughs> gay porno parody. Black hole sun. <laughs> Wow. Just think about it. What? Wow. It's a black kid. He's young. Black hole sun. Sun shining. Yeah. No, sun like, like. Oh, like the kid. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. That needs to be done there. I need to sit around and come up with them. Like, it's, that's like a, a Django porn parody. Maybe like, Chris Cardell be rolling over to his goddamn grave. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Real Estate Podcast. It's number 30. I'm here with Adam. I'm here with Travis. 
And I'm here with Griffin. It was almost yes. flawless. And we watched Fire in the Motherfucking Sky. That's the title. I'm tired of this motherfucking fire in this motherfucking <laughs> sky. <laughs> or like, or or probably the most extreme form of Stranger Danger, the film. Yeah. <laughs> right. Bad lieutenant um, decisions were made. Well, yeah. well, but but I think this is a first. Bad lieutenant decisions were acknowledged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For the first time ever. <laughs> Like the, at the end, he was like, "You know what? You're right. I should have stayed in the fucking car." Even the guy yeah. that hated him was like, "Man, don't go out there." Yeah, come, come back, back, buddy. <laughs> he didn't come want anything back, to happen buddy. to him. Yeah. So it starts. We got some guys driving down the road. They pull into like a little dive bar. I mean, they're hauling ass. They're whipping a shit. And they're all weird. They don't want to talk to nobody. They got the thousand yard stare on their face. They've seen some <laughs> shit, you know? Yeah, they've been places. Yeah. Uh, the, the thousand light years stare, I don't know. That now, this is the work. same crew that, that Dexter worked with. And... The what? <laughs> the same Dexter crew that Dexter worked with. <laughs> this is the prequel to Dexter. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is where he wound up in fucking Arizona in a place called Snowflake. Snowflake, Arizona. It makes the end that. The ending makes more sense now. You know? Yeah, yeah. If you if you know if you I watch mean, Fire in the Sky first, you'll get it. Yeah. Well, well, what they didn't tell you is that this is a movie you watch before the finale of the show. Kind of a one off. <laughs> um. So yeah, they're whipping shitties. They get to the bar. Dude comes back and says, "Let's call it in." Is everybody's story straight? That was always kind of. I picked up more on that as I watched this movie this time. But anyway, um, and then it cuts right there, right? No. Yeah, it does the flashback oh, after the, that. the way they worked in the storytelling, these flash forwards and flashbacks. Yeah. It was good. It was a, it was excellent, like, yes. They would be like, well, what happened was, and it was like dream sequence, dream sequence, dream sequence. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. So they're a bunch of loggers, and they're all really young, which I thought was weird because, like, being our age now, when I was a kid and I watched this movie, I'm like, 25 sounds old. But now I'm like, the oldest guy was, what, 28 or 30, something like that? Mike Rogers. And everybody else was all super young. And then Travis shows up, not not the Travis. Not being, you know, no, trapped. no relation. Yeah, but he shows up at, at dude's house. He says it's his best friend. He's hooking up with his sister. You know, some some shady shits happening already with his sister loving. I'm kind of. I wanted to see that, like the conversation I between. Mean, yeah, I, I wanted mean, to see that. He nailed that, that <laughs> roof climb like he's done it a time or two. I mean, he was straight out of Assassin's Creed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> He brought, he brought donuts too. Yeah, he brought. <laughs> um, bad. So they've got a contract to clear out all this land, and dude's behind on the bills. His wife won't shut the fuck up. She's his a real Skyler. Are... <laughs> I mean, no wonder he donates his body to Skynet and comes back later. As yeah. that's who that guy was. Yeah, I'm like, I yeah. know this guy. Good actor. Yeah. Really good. Underrated. This movie's uh, underrated. 
It is. Um, kind of like the movie the, we watched last week. This one's the abyss. It's underrated. Yeah, I mean, both of them. Like, yeah. You know, we talked about the abyss tanked in the box office. We'll get around <laughs> to box office numbers later. Yeah. Well, like, Back to the movie, plot. I like, what I liked about this one was how the movie is It's kind of a slow pacer of, in a way, but it's one of those movies where the slow build has like the most ridiculous off the deep end payoff. But it, it's the most, I think it's one of the most original arrival. It's kind of like close encounters. I mean, they meet aliens. They try to figure out how to talk to them. Yeah. It's yeah, just, it was, yeah. it was super serial, you know? Like, yeah. But this one's like, I mean, you don't have many that's like this. No. I mean, this is kind of a, this is on its own. Like, yeah. Ain't no well, fighting aliens. You no. might kick one in the well, head, but hey, when he well, kicked that like alien in the head, it looked at him like, you motherfucker. You mother- <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it's um, like this one. We're going to put this, this white shit in your eye. Alien it's jizz. It's weird how. Yeah. Well, it's like they don't. It's not that they don't come in peace. It's that they, they're kind of like they're how curious. I feel like we would be. Like we would just pluck something up and. Let's see how it works. Yeah. The head alien oh. was like, why the fuck did y'all bring this guy up here? And he's like, he walked up to us first. I mean, <laughs> yeah, for real. I mean, he, he got, walked he up under the ship. Yeah. I mean, you're begging to come up here. <laughs> he, he basically knocked on the door. Yeah. I mean, more or less, you know? Um, well, all right. So they're in the woods. They're working late hours. And then they see some, they're leaving. It's all dark. They see some sketchy shit on you know, behind the trees. The guy said, it looks like a fire. In the sky. Yeah. And I was like, that's the name of the movie. You know? Yeah. So they they come around the corner, you know, and they see something there. And I love this sequence. They it, see this bright. Was that like a lava core? I don't know what it was. It's It was scary looking. Though. That thing was bright, though. Yeah, very and of course, which leads, us, which leads Dude, us to our bad lieutenant decision. As soon as they stop, he just hops out and walks up to it. Like he didn't even think about it. Hey guys, he just hopped out. <laughs> like which way did it go? Yeah, look at it. They're like, "No, nah, dude, get back in the truck." They're all yelling at him. Yeah, come yeah, on, man, man, let's go, man. That's some shit we don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so the the. Well, I mean, the, I I, I would have been. This Travis would have been like. Where's my cell phone? No, I ain't getting... Well, the minute dude behind me said, hey, the sunset behind us, I'd have been like, okay, keep going. No need to stop. Well, they thought it was a fire. Yeah. That's what they said. Maybe it's a fire. That's one hell of a fire. Yeah. (laughs) At that point, I'd have have been like, big fucking deal. Let's get out of here. That fire is going to reach us. (laughs) Well, my thing is, is like, first of all, if I pull up, if we're all riding around, like hanging out and something like shines a bright ass light on us. Who's getting out of the car? Cause uh, I mean, none of us. <laughs> well, I mean, we'll Southern put Corey hospitality dictates. <laughs> yeah. But here's, but here's something else too, though, with all these like different accounts, like not just, I mean, considering the movie is supposedly based on true events. Supposedly they all passed the lie detector test. <laughs> yeah. Trev, it's bad. Well, here's what's insane. <laughs> other other accounts, they always talk, like we always we always poke fun at these people that that do these types of things. We we, we like to we like to 
to poke at the bad lieutenant decisions. And I know that they're mostly written to keep the narrative going of the film story. I'm whatever. sure it didn't play out like that. But like you think though, if that were to happen, would we stop and get out and be like, what? No. Like what Hell is no. What, what, like do you re- No. I've watched too I mean, many movies. Yeah, I've watched <laughs> Fire in the Sky. Yeah, yeah. If I see an alien ship, I'm like, don't walk up under it. Don't <laughs> you don't want to no. walk under there? It'll be dragging your ass down the hallway I mean, and putting jizz in your eye in about an hour and a half. At that point, but at that point, bad news has already come. So why not just get get the eyeful, get out and look? Like, I mean, if something bad's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. You're not gonna get away from it. Yeah, but like, it's easier. In a situation like that, to put your to put your head down, it's easier in a situation like that to put your head down and to walk the other way. Just keep going. Than to get out and stare at it and be like, "Hey guys!" I mean, we like, would look and we would take our phones. At least some one of us would get a picture. Yeah, I'd be like, "Trav, take a picture real quick." Yeah. You know, I'm selling but, this. Yeah, yeah, National Enquirer. Yeah, uh, thirty dollars. Three fifty. If if I'm ever in a situation where something like this happens, I'm not gonna. I don't feel like I'm gonna react that way. Fuck no. Because, but here's the thing: had he not gotten out of no the movie, truck, who? Well, no, no. Who's to say that ship wouldn't have just tractor beamed the damn truck and got them all? Nah. Yeah, but then you're with buddies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if if we're driving. Yeah, if we're driving around and Travis, you get out of the car just for the sake of the story here. Yeah, Travis. You get out of the car and you get abducted. And then we're like, well, that was a bad idea. But if we're driving away from it and trying to get away and all three of us get abducted, my first thoughts waking up is, where's Adam? Where's Travis? We need to get the fuck out of wherever we are right now. You know what I mean? He's up there like by himself. He saw like a half dead corpse rotting away. That was alive. Yeah, it like it looked, it like looked at him. It was like rotting in that He's cocoon. A space jogger, you know. Yeah. Didn't that didn't that scene um, with him like waking up in the pod and everything? Didn't that like make you guys think of the Matrix? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Very I like when he put his hand through that that goo though. And he went, Ooh, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then like when he would talk there, it was like this weird, yeah, echo like. It was cool when you could tell which side of the saucer he was on by how the gravity like changed. Yeah. Yeah, for real. Or whatever you want to call it. It wasn't necessarily gravity, but hmm. Um so here's the thing though, if we all got abducted, you wouldn't have the cop busting balls thinking that one of us killed the guy. Yeah. I mean the whole movie. Yeah, and that's pretty much what the movie is, 90% of it. It's kind of like From Dust Till Dawn. You know, it's like an action movie up until the end, then it turns into a crazy-ass vampire movie, you know? This is like a drama who about... Who did it? Yeah, a who did it drama up until the end when dude shows back up naked as fuck, you know? like. And when the they, remember when they, when they touched him and he was like, ah, oh, that was... He <laughs> yeah. fucking... Yeah, I was like, leave him alone. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the cops show up. They call in like a what? What? A marshal? Yeah, something this like motherfucker that. was cool. 
Yeah. Had his toothpick and shit. This is a character actor that everybody's seen in something before. You know what I mean? He's been in so many different You know this voice. Yeah, he's got such a distinct voice. His name's James Garner. I mean, he's and then been the, in, uh, the 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 sheriff too. Yeah, he's someone that I've seen. I was like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. So um, the cops think that some they they don't know what happened, but they don't believe the story. Which, of course, like if somebody gets abducted or. <clears throat> They didn't see him get abducted. Like, they saw the light hit him, and that was a cool scene. And it throws him, and they think he's dead, so they take off. The cops are like, what? You know, this can't be right. So we're going to send out a search party. But we want everybody to hang loose until we figure out what's going on, you know? And that's what the majority of the movie is. It's like, you see what happens. But even to whenever I was watching it, it got to a point where I'm like, did they do something? Yeah, and, yeah, and they make you think that for a long time. Like, yeah, it was yeah, really. You well really done. don't know until third act rolls around. Yeah. So they uh, take a lie detector test. You know, they get accused. the The woman. I, I love this scene where she's like, "What is everybody gonna think?" And he's like. Who gives a shit what everybody thinks, you know? I love that scene so much like, because everybody so- thinks you're, and he's like, what? Say it. Yeah. He's like, is that what you think? And she's like, oh. Then their marriage is pretty much over. Yeah. Because he didn't do it. But I mean, that would be him? horrible. Mm-hmm. For that, like your buddy get abducted, and everybody yeah. thinks you killed him. Yeah. No one believes you. No. And it would be horrible. And you're trying to explain to them. My thing is, is what's different about 1993. Well, the the movie takes place in 75, but made in 93. And present day is like, they would have kept all of them in custody. Oh, yeah. For the entire duration, you know. They wouldn't have been out there search partying. No, nothing. They would have had all of them locked up and detained. Sign of the times, you know what I mean? But, um, so he's missing. They're looking for him. They can't find him. The one asshole guy comes up missing. He's not showing up for work. He's not going to eat at the diner with them. They tell him to find his ass lie detector test. So they go in and take the lie detector test, and they say that <clears throat> all of them pass except for the two asshole. people, I believe. No, it was just the one guy. They said oh, his okay. test was all over the board because he was in there. You know, the guy was like, is that your name? And he's like, what kind of question is that? You know, like. He didn't want to cooperate. No, not really. He didn't want to be there. Which I so his test <laughs> was all over the board. But even after they left, you know, they wouldn't tell the guys that they all passed it but him. Yeah. But after they left, the guy was like, if you ask me, they're telling the truth. Yeah. That, and they're so, I mean, their stories all matched up. That was something that I would have liked to have seen was them interrogating each individual person that was there. Mm-hmm. They kind of they do it, but you not get a really. montage. Yeah, but um, then it gets to the meat, like right towards the end without, with what, like 30 minutes left, something like that. Dude gets a, he's at his wife's house with the kids, and she's like, are you going to stay, stay over? And he's like, I guess, you know, I was planning on it. She's like, somebody's been calling over and over again, these prank calls, and he answers it, and it's dude. 
And I guess he tells him where he's at, right? He gives him the address or kind of a general idea where he is. And they roll out with the bro- his brother. And He said he was on a phone booth off the road, like on a store. Yeah. Off yeah. this road, like. And they went down that road, and they just kept going until the the sister slash girlfriend of Travis. Yeah, what's that? Sees him. Yeah, yeah. What's that over there? It's and raining. He's, yeah, he's naked. And this was what I, this was a weird thing that I thought. Why did he call the UFO guys? Well, to he come didn't and know talk? they were crazy. Yeah, but still, though, he doesn't talk to them. Any other time, before or after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, my thing is, is like, if if I, all right, if one of us, if one of y'all get abducted and I'm around, and the cops are like, you you murdered him or whatever, and somebody comes up and they're like, hey, man, um, I'm kind of like a specialist in this stuff. If you need anything, call me. Even if I have, like, the slightest, you know, idea of, like, something like that was a, a foot and I was going to, like, possibly call them in the future. Like, of course, he didn't know what was going to happen. But still, there wasn't that sit down and, like, here's what happened. And the guy asking him questions was, you know, what color was the lights? What did it look like? You know what I mean? Did they it touch was just you? A, yeah. It was just a weird choice to, like, call those guys. It up. was. <laughs> it got then, weird real quick. I thought he was going to jump out that window. I did, too. He was, like, staring. <laughs> He saw the handprints oh, on the window. Dude, he looked like, yeah, and it caused a flashback. Yeah, he looked like five shades of shit. <laughs> he <laughs> looked like he real. saw the Night King, man. Yeah, for real. Like, for real, right. And uh, so he's been missing for five days. No food. No, no food, no water. And he just shows back up. He's in the hospital for a while, of course. But he wasn't really in the hospital that long. Not like overnight. <laughs> yeah, they just like put an IV in his arm and said, "All right, man, you're good to go." And then, and the cop him. when he comes out and he's sitting in the car, the cops like, you know, he's signing an autograph for a kid, and he's like, "You're, you're famous now." He's like, "You know, uh, tabloids probably pay a, a lot of money for this story." Congratulations, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So then the cops still thinking that it's all fake. It's all bullshit. Yeah. I mean, look at the guy though. Yeah, he looked like he got fucked up. Yeah, I mean, his eyes had the hid the shit in the corner of his eyes where they put that yeah. thing in his then, eye. I mean, yeah, that needle. So um, they have like a little party, you know, welcome home party for him. And then he goes and hides under the table. And that's whenever the real magic starts happening. He's, he has this crazy ass flashback. Crazy. Yeah. And he, so he wakes up in this, like, cocoon-type thing, like Travis was talking about in The Matrix. And he, like, rips out of there, and he jumps out, kind of, and he's floating. He wants to get his motorcycle key, <laughs> <laughs> which is just a random thing to even think about. You yeah, know? I don't but, think I would be worried about the key at this point. Yeah, yeah, fuck that. I'll you get another key. Bitch. Yeah. So I thought it was cool. The key lands... And there's all these like suits. They look like yeah, they're they look like aliens, but they're suits. But they look like the classic gray. Yeah, and the I aliens that was, they're inside the suits though. Yeah, he didn't that's know. So cool. Yeah, he was trying to get into one of. 
Yeah. Which is when you look at the aliens and then you look at the suits, I was even like, how do they get in there? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but no, nah, man, they like the one alien fucking gets his ass and drags him to the damn operating room. Well, they grabbed him and he kicked one of them in the head. Yeah. And they were like, uh-uh. <laughs> like not on my watch. They didn't like that shit at all. That alien looked at him like you just fucked up, boy. Yeah. How fresh the image is in my head of this alien. Yeah, right looking now. at him. I mean, they look, the aliens look like a thumb, you know? Yeah, yeah right. He looked oh, at him like, you know, fucked up, boy. You're, like, you're, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just really want like a clip of this. And when that alien looks, I want to hear Adam do a voiceover like, man, you fucked up, dude. <laughs> Like, you know, fucked up, motherfucker. He gave him the look. Yeah, He's yeah. like, we can't understand each other, but I know you're going to understand this fucking look. Yeah. We're about to <laughs> fucking latex your ass to a table, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that was a crazy scene. Yeah, that was. They rip his clothes off. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, it's about to get violent up in here. A little alien <laughs> gangbang, you know? Yeah. <laughs> No nah, man, they stick this damn nasty shit lube in his mouth and yeah. shove a damn, I don't know. It looked weird though when they put the thing on him and he's like trying to scream under it. Yeah. And they cut one eye open in his mouth. And when they yeah. show that scene above when he's got the thing on his eye, that was fucked yeah. up. Like I was like, that's terrifying. Like, yeah, it is. Did the inside of that ship not look like the same set that they shot that nine inch nails? Closer video. You know what I mean? That's what they were doing. It was the same color palette and everything. When he the alien looked at him like we're about to violate you. Yeah, I wanna fuck you like an Adamana. Yeah. It's like have that little have that little bridge part where he's spinning randomly in the air. It's like They strapped his ass then the old alien, the the elder. Here he comes and he's like, Test it. Yeah. I'm guessing because they don't talk, so I guess they're using Telepathy. Yeah, I mean, you know, they always say that's what they aliens just, would do anyway, so they just know. Just It just goes to show you that it doesn't matter how many light years we're apart, all doctors have the same set of tools. Yeah. Yeah, don't they, though? Why do they put that <laughs> shit in his eye, though? Uh, I, maybe to... Uh, what if they put oh. something in it so they can watch? Ooh. Like, see what he sees. Like, Wouldn't that be scary? I mean, there's a reason for it. Yeah. Well, what was that needle doing? <laughs> that, needle, <laughs> yeah. that needle turned into a smaller needle and a smaller, and I was like, it's like a fucking, what's those little Russian nesting dolls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was an alien nesting needle. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's getting closer. That was terrifying, though, because, dude, the thought of somebody putting something like that in your eye, fuck yeah. that. That's why they did it, because it was like, that's intense. Yeah, I remember I seeing that when I was a kid, and I was like, "Fuck that!" Like, <laughs> be a part of this. Oh, I don't ever want to go? Yeah, for, for real, right? Never want to get abducted by aliens. Yeah. So, oh, and I forgot to mention, um, Travis and his buddy that was looking for him kind of got into it for a minute. It's yeah. like, man, why did you leave me? And he's like, dude, why did you get out of the fucking car to yeah, begin like, with? Fuck you, you know? selfish prick. Yeah, and then they didn't talk for two and a half years. Yeah, and uh, at the end they reconnected. He's like, "Hey, man, I thought they were going to go and talk about opening up that motorcycle shop." You know? Yeah. And 
M and T or whatever yeah. it was. So um that that damn all that shit in the spaceship is so fucking creepy. It yeah, was so it, it well was done. it was that was super when they were dragging him through that hallway. Yeah. Or the corridor for you Doctor Who fans. The only, the only hallway dragon scene that beats that is Jacob's Ladder. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's fair. This is true. I mean, that's the only thing better, for real. And that's a great movie. That's that's on the list. we got to watch that sometime. Um, you know, though, the, the aliens look like... Their skin looked like it was like ball skin. Like leather? Yeah, it looked weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. They looked like testicles. They did. Especially the old one. They didn't have a nose. He looked like a ball bag. <laughs> He's been around for a minute. They don't. You don't need a nose. Where we're going, you don't need a nose. <laughs> so apparently, you know, like we said before, this is based on a true story, and I did a little research on it. Oh, and yeah. So apparently, whenever Travis came back in real life, like he was gone for five days for real, and came back. He didn't get all his memories back at once, of course. It kind of came back over time. And he eventually wrote a book <clears throat> called The Walton Experience, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, his story of what all happened to him and all this stuff. But now, it is, all the other guys agree they saw a ship. A night, like yeah. all that is. Yeah. Yeah. The bright light. They left him there. Like all that happened. And then the lie detector, of course, and all that stuff. It makes sense, you know? though, that they would leave him there. Like, if that happened in real life and you guys thought I was dead, I mean, you already said you wouldn't get out of the car. Yeah. I mean, if I'm dumb enough to get out and walk under it and it knocks me out, do you get out and come over there to get me? Or are you afraid the same thing's going to happen to you? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, sorry, I hate to I'm say out. it, but <laughs> I'd be chirping gears, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, right. I'm like, no, he chose his path. <laughs> My path is going this way at fucking yeah. 70 miles an hour. <laughs> he made a bad lieutenant decision. Yeah, he that was day. hauling ass in that truck. <laughs> what he though? Yeah. He's he like, we gotta go back tree. for him. He's like, everybody just get out. Yeah. I'm like, no, man, we gotta get a picture of this thing. <laughs> for real, right? So, um, I mean, not based off of the information from the movie, which of course is, you know, a little skewed for. It's a movie. You know, like whenever he went over to the car and he said, I wonder how they came up with that story and they had the National Enquirer man abduct, kidnapped by aliens. Yeah. I'm sure, that didn't happen in yeah, real life. Of course. But, I mean, based off of, you know, what do you think? I mean, do you believe it happened? Why would they make this up? Why yeah. would all those guys play along so this guy could go on and get book money? Yeah. They had no cool. idea they'd make a movie about it. No. I mean. So apparently, according to this, um, the Walton case received mainstream publicity and remains one of the best-known alien abduction stories. Skeptics consider it a hoax. Walton wrote a book in 1978, which was adapted into Fire in the Sky, of course. Um, according to Walton, on November the 5th, 1975, he was working with a lumbering crew in uh, 
National Forest near Snowflake. While riding in a truck with six of his co-workers, they encountered a saucer-shaped object hovering over the ground approximately 110 feet away, making a high-pitched buzz. Walton claims he left the truck and approached it when a beam of light suddenly appeared from the craft, knocking him to the ground. The other six men were frightened and supposedly drove away. Walton claimed that he that he awoke in a hospital-like room being observed by three short, bald creatures. When they left, a person entered the room wearing some sort of helmet and led Walt into another room where three more people put a clear plastic mask over his face and he blacked out. Walton claimed that he, he remembers nothing else until he found himself walking along a highway with the flying saucer departing above him. So what's um, different than the movie? Yes. They, the they spruced it up a bit. Yeah. Here's the thing, um, though. You have to think about this. I mean, these dudes were facing jail time. They were being accused of murder. Don't you think at some point they would have said, it's a hoax? Yeah, yeah, right. Like when the damn whole town was trying to fucking show up with pitchforks and burn their damn house down? Yeah. That's when you're like, okay, that's enough. Right. The, I mean, the commitment to the story makes it believable that's what i'm saying they stuck with it like that's my story and i'm motherfucking sticking to it i mean they had you know i don't know i mean definitely believe in aliens i think the reason we don't see them now is because everyone's got a fucking camera (laughs) they don't want to be caught i mean well yeah you know do you want to hear the skeptical reception for the case sure uh, skeptics considered the case to be a hoax, describing it as sensationalized, sensationalizing on the part of the media and a put-up job to make money. UFO researcher Philip J. Class considered it a hoax perpetrated by for financial gain and discovered many discrepancies in the story of Walton and his co-workers. After investigating the case, Class reported that the lie detector tests were poorly administrated, that Walton used polygraph countermeasures such as holding his breath and and uncovered an earlier failed polygraph test administered by an examiner who concluded the case involved gross deception. Michael but his Shermer, memory was fucked. Yeah, right. How can you how can you answer questions about something you can't remember? Yeah. Exactly. Um so I mean this is like like we were talking about, like y'all said, you know, these dudes, I mean, they were dedicated to it. I mean, even if it was a hoax, they were dedicated, you know? And, I mean, it's not like all the other guys got rich. It says here, in the days following Walton's UFO claim, the National Enquirer awarded Walton and his coworkers $5,000 prize, the best UFO case of the year, after they allegedly passed polygraph exams administered by the Enquirer and a UFO organization. Walton, his older brother, and his mother were described by the Navajo County, Arizona sheriffs as longtime students of UFOs. For five days, the authorities thought he'd been murdered by his co-workers, and then he was returned. All the co-workers who were there, who saw the spacecraft, all they all took polygraph tests, and they all passed except for one, and that one was inconclusive. So all that stuff happened. I mean, how hard is it for one person to pass a polygraph? It's not test? easy. There's how certain hard? there's certain things like holding the breath, uh, putting a thumbtack in your shoe, and whenever you lie, you uh, press down on thumbtack to get the pain. 
Wow, really? Yeah, that's one. You can definitely do that. You like put it under your toe, your big yeah. toe. Whenever they ask you a question, you press down and answer. Huh. Yeah. I that, didn't know now that. you can pass one doing that, but it's not like they could fucking Google that. Yeah, I mean that's something I learned on the on on the internet. You know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, how did they know that? I mean, you know, it's not like that's not just common knowledge. I mean, you guys didn't know. Yeah, right. Fucking two thousand seventeen. You know. What's that? Do you know how to pass a polygraph test? No. Have you ever heard that about the thumbtack? Mm-mm. Yeah. Let's so, everybody Google it. But you've got, of, of course, they, they cut it down to six people, but you have seven total people taking a polygraph test. And one, she didn't, they didn't fail. It was it inconclusive. Was, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe he was lying. Maybe he wasn't. Shit. Maybe he was really nervous. I mean, I you're mean, on the line for murder here. Yeah, and he has a criminal background. Like he said in the movie, they're going to pin it all on his ass just because of his record, you know? I was like, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, right. We should tell Well, he was the one that had the beef with him. That chainsaw scene was intense. (laughs) I thought he was going to chuck Norris that shit and grab the blade. (laughs) Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. (laughs) We're just having a good bit of fun. Just a good bit of fun. So, um... What do you think, Trav? You think it was real? You think it was fake? Well, while you guys were talking about that, I looked up something that I, I've heard about, but I don't know. It adds to me. It adds. It adds fuel to something called the zoo hypothesis. Oh, <laughs> it's like an. It's an extremity of the different answers to the Fermi paradox, and that's in a nutshell. If there's enough time in the universe as old as science thinks it is, why aren't there alien civilizations? One of those answers is that, or one of those civilizations, why haven't we made contact with any of them? And one of them is the zoo hypothesis, and it's that speculates as to the assumed behavior and existence of techni- technically advanced extraterrestrial life and the reasons they refrain from contacting Earth. We're animals. And is one of the many, and is one of many theoretical explanations for the Fermi paradox. Aliens might, for example, choose to allow contact once the human species has passed certain technological, political, and ethical standards. They might withhold contact until humans force contact upon them. Um, We're animals. And I feel like maybe some of these, if some of these abductions, if we're going to throw it all into and entertain the idea of this stuff, um, all of the abductions is a lot like us. Going out and yeah. tagging cattle or We're animals to them, like, the, like they come here a shark or a, and look at us like we do when we go to the zoo. Yeah, I mean, look at them, like yeah, look at them run. Yeah, they think that <laughs> this stuff is important. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, me and Marina got into a gigantic argument about this movie. Oh, because yeah, it was it turned into something, you know. But um, do tell. Well, she she did she doesn't understand why they would just come and abduct somebody and then drop them back off. Science, and baby. Like, Science. Well, but my thing was like, well, think about it. If we had the ability to go to a different planet and to observe people, we would pick some of them up and run tests on them and do some kind of weird shit to them and drop them off. That's like all life forms. Yeah. Intelligent life forms would do that. You got to know what you're messing with. You know what I mean? Well, maybe they tagged him. Oh, that's what, what they did. What did they put down. in his eye? Yeah. They could put something in his eye 
that would record, you know, everything. Yeah. They could see it like a transmitter. Like they did something to his eye. I mean, yeah. So, and she, what she doesn't, you know. Why do we go me. places and pick animals up and fuck with them and let them go? Why don't we just kill them? Yeah, exactly. Because like, it's a shitty thing whole, to do, you know? Yeah. Well, the, and that was my whole point on it. You know, like if, if another race, another species, whatever, has the ability to travel that far to show up and see what's Way up. They're smarter not, than us. Well, they're not going to just come around for, you know, a nice day trip around the crunch, no. you know? They're going to pick uh, well, some. I've, I've always, let me finish what you're saying, man. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to come all this way, you might as well take a souvenir. You know what I'm saying? Well, More or less. Well, they had, that room was full of a lot of pods. Yeah. A well, lot. Well, you, we also have to think of it this way, too. You know, if something can travel vast distances across space like that, then obviously... Obviously, like the like, it, it's the best exp- explanation that I saw to what I'm trying to get to my point is like when we when we go out in the woods and chop down a tree, we're not trying to kill like the animals that live in said tree. We're just trying to get the wood to make what we need. Right. So if another if another civilization rolls up. They could just plop down into the atmosphere, suck our water up, and not think about what it's going to do to us. Yeah, like we, it doesn't. Like we're like ants on the side of a highway. Like yeah. we're completely, completely insignificant. Yes. Except for the few that stop by to be like, "Oh, here's that's what they like." What if? What if? What if the you know? What if the abductees are like those those few aliens that are like, "I want to poke and prod." Yeah, what do they eat? How Forget. do they breathe? How do they, you know, I mean. But like like children poking at a dead animal. Well, here's you know? the thing. To to us, they're aliens. To them, yes. we're aliens. Yeah. We're going to so, do, we would do the exact same thing. I mean, I think we yeah, have. But I mean, you, but, but the, I mean, I don't know. I don't think we can ever really know the motives of a, of a completely other evolutionary chain. You know, like we, we, we couldn't, you know, I don't know. Well, we don't even Aliens know what their just, thought process is. Exa- well, yeah. my, well, I'm just basing everything solely off of like my own thought process. Like if I'm on a spaceship going to another planet that has life there and we, and I know that it has life there. I mean, your, your first thing is to see what it's about, see what it's capable of. To, and to see if it's a threat, right? I mean, that's, I mean, like if, if we're going by dude's account of the way that ship looked, it looked like a harvester. <laughs> well, I mean, well, it was so, it was so, it was so dingy. So it was, it wasn't clean. It wasn't like, like what you normally see: stainless steel, yeah, you know, real clean. It, and it was, I think it's a little more realistic, though. Like, yeah. Like the, uh, I mean, the aliens be, and would, uh, what you be, call it, the prawns. I mean, it would it would be incredibly advanced yet aesthetically simplistic. Yeah. Well, to them, you know that that's what we think when we think aliens. You know, we're like clean ship, silver disc, cup yeah. holder. You know, 
<laughs> right. I mean, Which, to I mean, them, they don't we, care we, about the way it looks as long as it gets them there. The design, the, yeah. the design works. Which would be in- which would be incredible because if you think about it that way, the sight of a human ship would probably look utterly terrifying. Yeah. Or yeah, I've always think about it like this, though, you know, like aliens, like, you know, we don't know what they think, what they do. Like we we're easily amused. Like we yeah. have, you know, we're, you know, monkeys. I mean, yeah, we like to real. laugh at shit. Put on a show, monkey, man. What's yeah. the TV show? What's music? Like what? I mean. What do you do? We survive. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's, you know, what's that like? <laughs> we we <laughs> put all. Of, uh, we stopped fighting over whose god was the god a long time ago. Like, yeah, we're on some other. Like shit. You're all hung up on the wrong things here. Uh, you better get off we this need- rock before that fucking sun goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we, when you're we need another rock, yellow sun, you know. The sun's fucking big, man. I mean, how long do you think it'll be before we're able to start colonizing, just say, Mars? We can't even fucking a get along with each time. other. A very long time. The, think so? The arrival was right, man. We 10, can't 000. even get along with each other. Yeah. How are we going mean, to go it's... fucking do some shit like that? In order to do that, we all got to come together. We're going to need the Chinese, the Japanese, the dirty knees, the... <laughs> Look at these. Yeah, we're going to need everybody, <laughs> Russia. We can't do this alone. No, we need the best minds, like the space station. I mean, what's that like or living on know. that thing? I bet they're always like constantly like these fucking Russian fucks. Like, or I mean, <laughs> a, I mean, I mean, a lesser number could be more beneficial, and maybe it could just be one day that the smart minds are like, "See y'all, if y'all want to fight over dated arguments? Go right ahead, but we're leaving." But that's always it's been crazy. my thing: is that take everything you know. And wipe that the fuck out. Yeah. Because aliens don't know shit about that. Yeah. They don't know what the fuck American Idol is. <laughs> they could give or two fucks to- about the iPhone 8. Yeah, for real. For They're real, on a whole yeah. nother level. Yeah. And we'll never, we're not ever going to reach that. We can't, we're stuck in this, you know, we're cattle. Well, I think we will, but it's going to be way past our time. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know? man. I mean, you know. When we're the fucking head in a jar? Well, I think something like Arrival will eventually happen. It's got to. Because, man, we can't keep fighting over the same stupid shit that we've been fighting over since the beginning. I mean, how long has it been going? Too long. In order for this to, to like, we would have to round up all these people. Be like, hey, uh, just write down your beliefs and everything on this paper. And okay, we want everybody to stand over here and everybody over here and everybody over here and kill them all. Like, yeah, it'd be the only way to get rid of it. It's always going to be there. <laughs> yeah. What about I on a planet know, somewhere though, like an alien planet somewhere, there's like people there or whatever they are. And they're like, there's fucking, there's things out there, man. I just know it. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, right. They're having a podcast about it. Yeah, right we're definitely now. not the smartest thing in the universe. No, hell we think no. it, but we're not. I don't, I don't think. Well, a lot of people do. A yeah. lot of people they're like, "Well, we're the greatest thing since sliced bread, baby." Yeah, yeah. it's like Earth go hard. Yeah. <laughs> Earth go motherfucking hard. But when you roll up to a new planet, you got to check out the fucking. You know, I mean, you got to knock yeah. on the door, fucking. Bring the neighbor yeah, what, a pie, like. Yeah, what that smell like, you know? You gotta check them out, see what makes them work. 
Yeah. I wanted to hear it talk. Ooh, shaka waka wa shawa. You know? Yeah. Ooh, God. A little job yeah. on it. No, it'd be little Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. He's sitting over there like Jabba the cunt. Yeah, Jabba the So, uh, what do you think the uh, budget on this was? 15. Little Eddie. What do you think, Trav? Seven. Adam hit it right on the nose. I swear to the Night King. <laughs> I didn't look it up. It's yeah, fifteen million. Promise. Guess guess how much it grossed. I feel like it tanked. This is just in the US, by the way. This it, it had to be a flop, man. What do you think? Give me a roundabout. Five. I was gonna say five. Yeah. Twenty. Oh, okay. Twenty point one mil. So they made six million dollars. Yeah, well, six million dollar man. So it it didn't flop, but it wasn't. I mean, that's good money in the ninety three. Ninety three. But here's yeah. my thing: How come the abyss flopped in this movie? Because it's based on a true story. Yeah, they had that going for it. Hey, I've always thought that though, and it, it's the abyss that put it in my mind. I'm like, aliens could be here, and they could be like the only place we can't go. <laughs> The fucking ocean. We know more about the moon than we do the ocean. Yeah. We know more about the moon than we do our core. Yeah, which is scary. It doesn't make sense. What's down there? How come we won't fuck with it? Like it's it's the fucking um, the fucking lizard people. Yeah, the lizard elite. (laughs) All right, folks. I'm uh, the leader of the reptilian army. Yeah. So, um, y'all want to go ahead and rate it? Has anybody got anything else to say about it? Um, good movie. Yeah. I saw it um, when I was, I saw, I think I watched it in 93. As soon as it hit VHS, which is probably closer to 94. Yeah. That's when I watched the movie for the first time. And when they were dragging him down the hallway, it terrified me. <laughs> they strapped him to that table and put that shit in his eye. I mean, that's the even watching it this go around when they're putting that shit in his eye I started to get a little panicky. Yeah, right. Like, my heart started racing a little bit. I was like, hey, what are they doing? Right, this movie. Yeah, right. He's just a guy. Leave him alone. <laughs> He's a logger. He's got a dream of a <laughs> motorcycle shop. See, that's why he got out. He was the dreamer of the bunch. You know, he's like, you're a dreamer. So of I'm course, when the ship. You know, he hops out. And he's like, he's mesmerized. Like, Ugh, yeah, look at it's it. It's okay, guys. <laughs> he's like, didn't you guys see Close Encounters? They're friendly. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> he breaks out a kazoo. <laughs> yeah. The like, fuck I always keep that. a kazoo, the Star of David, and a cross. Yeah, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> I'm going to give the movie yeah. a, a full star because it's a blast from the past. I'll I'll cool. forever like this movie. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Trav? It was good, man. I enjoyed it. Uh, I give it a full star. Let me ask full you star? though: Did you watch it when you were young? Actually, no. I didn't watch this movie actually until a few years ago. Okay. When uh, Griffin actually let me borrow it a long time ago. And, yeah, uh, I think we were all I talking it. about it at a 
Yeah. At a band practice, and Griffin and had like, a copy. He's like, you've never yeah. seen it? Yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it two different ratings, okay? Uh-oh. Well, I mean, it's it's going to be – I'm going to – for my own personal nostalgia, because I watched it when I was a kid, I love it. It holds up. It's yeah. fantastic. It's creepy when it needs to be creepy. It makes you think. It does a good job of of directing you to, like, you see what happens. Yeah. But you start to not believe it after a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? It does a really good job of of uh, doing that. The pacing, I thought, was great. A lot of people think it's slow. Nah, but man, I thought it's it was, perfect. Yeah, I There's thought it was There's nothing great. wrong with this movie. Like, no. I mean, it's that um, kind of movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, on a personal rating... I'm going to give it a gold star, of course, full star, buy it, Blu-ray buy. As far as, like, for your, normal. <laughs> your old lady? Well, not just that, but just people that, if you're not into, like, sci-fi movies, which is not even really a sci-fi movie, really, you know, until the end of yeah. it. Yeah. But, I mean, for other people, they might be a little turned off from it. So oh, most those, definitely. Yeah, I mean it's it's not for everybody. No, it's like, not. Like Close Encounters is for everybody, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, the Abyss, it's kind of one of those fifty-fifty. You know, maybe they might be into it, they might not. If you want to see some incredible acting, you will be into it. You know, of course. But to me, it's it's hard to find people to recommend this movie to. Because either a they're like aliens are fucking stupid, and I'm like get the fuck out of here right now. Or it's the Travis situation. You haven't seen this movie? Here, take this home and watch it right now. You'll like it. I promise. Well, you know know Travis is going to like it. Yeah, of course. You wouldn't say, hey, you know, so-and-so that, you know, didn't watch Star Wars when it came out. Like, take this home and watch it. Because they're going to be like, dude, you're fucking stupid. (laughs) Yeah, That movie was stupid. It's like, well, what do you like to watch? Jack Reacher, Jason Bourne. Uh Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite. Transformers. Transformers. Got to put that at the top. Yeah, right. Somebody the other day I was talking to, they said, it was talking about movies, and I was like, hey, I do a movie podcast. You should check it out. And they said, man, I went and watched Transformers the other day, and I went, ugh, don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, for real, uh, right? I was like, oh, <laughs> now I know who you are. Yeah. Like, that's all I need to know. What kind of movies you like? I know you. Yeah. No, here's what the perfect thing to ask somebody. What's the last movie you went and watched in a theater? And what's the last movie that you watched at home? You know? Uh, and they're like, so they're like uh, Transformers and Pretty in Pink. <laughs> it's like, you're like what? Like half ass cool. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you are like, right. You know? like, why Transformers? Yeah, if it was Breakfast Club, I could give the Transformers a pass. But Pretty yeah. Pink, nah. Yeah. So yeah, I give it. I mean, I give it a full star, of course. I mean, it's great, and it gets better it's every time. It's a classic, I see it. man. It is. It's. it's I think, I'm sure that it's, it's got to be a cult classic. Yeah, I mean, it's so good. I love the title of the movie. Yeah, a Fire in the Sky. Great title. Yes, and that box art. Oh man. You know, the light shining oh, on I the Oh, I remember, guy. dude. I remember seeing it in the stores. Dude, like, standing there. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. It's like that abyss cover, man. Yeah, it's yes. Well, uh, th- this movie and there was another movie called Southern Comfort. Have you ever seen this movie? I have not. Okay, that's on the list for sure. But these are two movies that um, Southern Comfort came out in ninety in eighty one. It's got Powers Booth in it. Um, written by Michael Caine. Michael Caine, <laughs> not the Michael Caine. Oh, yeah, right. He wrote uh, Smoking the Bandit Two, and I stand. <laughs> but um, these are two movies that my that it's really hard to find on DVD, and it was hard to find on DVD for a long time. But Dad always had a VHS copy of it, you know. Yeah, and that was the go-to VHS. Like, I got to check this out. Um, nineteen eighty one thriller indie film. Yes. It's the, not bad. the box looks crazy. Yeah. Oh, no. it's a <laughs> Vietnam movie. Yeah. There uh a squad of National Guards on an isolated weekend exercise in Louisiana swamp must fight for their lives when they anger local Cajuns by stealing their canoes. It's got Dexter's dad in it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure this is great. I'm sure it's good, though. Yeah, it is. It's a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Yeah. Anything over a 5 is... Well, it's higher than uh, Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky was a 6.5. So... Fire in the Sky, it's one of those movies, like... You know, I'm sure a lot of people watch it and be like, hmm... Yeah, why did you? This this is a movie from my childhood. Like, I remember watching this one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The first time I remember it, like, it's in there with Invasion of the Body Snatchers. uh, You know, all the others. (laughs) Like that one fucked with me. With me, come with the perspective of having watched as someone like, like I didn't watch it as a kid or anything. Um, I. I mean, I, I still had the same reaction you guys did. Like, yeah, it was creepy. It was creepy. You know, you well, didn't it's, hate mes- it. it's mesmerizing, isn't it? Like once you start it, you're pulled in. Well, it's you know, it's, like, it's one of a kind. Yeah. Name another alien movie like this movie. Hmm. Well, I mean, they I have mean, a absolutely. different approach to the alien films. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely one of those films that's like okay. Once you've exhausted all the more ridiculous, over-the-top ones, this is a this is a dose of real that's worth checking out. Oh yeah, for real. So go just check it out. Let us know what you think if you liked it because is it a I book? Yeah, it's a book, well, right? he wrote a he wrote a book and it's based off of his account. You know, mm-hmm. he wrote the book and then the movie's based. You know, a drama a drama version of the pretty much. I would be interested. They made a documentary, though. I, I will I'm- say this. If that really happened to me, I don't know if I'd write a book. Right. I don't think that would be, like, I would be so fucked. <laughs> I don't think writing right. a book would be on my mind. And he wrote it, like, right after it happened. I think it was two years after that's, it happened. That's pretty, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying, if, you know. If that happened to me, I don't think I'd come out of there like book. I'm sure people approached him and was like, you can make a ton of money. He's like, okay. And you're all fucked up now. You look like you can't work. 
he was all right by the end of the movie. We didn't talk about that. He went out and they kind of made up and yeah, dude was living in a cabin in the woods. Yeah. Like fucking Paul Bunyan. Like, <laughs> where's, and I liked that uh, guy the whole movie. You could tell he was a good guy. Like, yeah, I mean, he was, and it, it was a witch hunt. Yeah. Whenever they came into a room, everybody was like, I like whenever they, did y'all ever notice this though? When they came in that diner, you know, the one where they came in and the cop come over and wanted them to take the lie detector test. Yeah. So they come into the diner, you know, the other two guys are there. Whenever they walk by some old men at the bar, one of them goes, those boys know more than they're telling. I tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those boys. Yeah. I never noticed that before, of course, but yeah. Them boys know boys. more than they're telling. <laughs> yeah. It's great, man. I would recommend it to anybody that if you enjoy just a good film, give it a shot. Yeah. Please. So, um, I want to pivot from one alien encounter to another one. So the other night I got abducted. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> wouldn't that be crazy? I'm on fire in the sky shit. Um, I finished the last season of Doctor Who. Oh. And, Travis, uh, you finished? No, not yet. I will say this. Um, not this past season, but the season before, there was some really good Capaldi episodes. I like him, man. But yes, every episode this season I enjoy. I like him. Yeah. He's a, like he's a, like he's what the doctor should be. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yes. And it bums me. He he's doing the whole thing again. He don't want to. He don't want to change. He's fighting it. Well, he's tired, man. Yeah, I mean, he's been doing it for so long. A long, and it just just disappointment after you know it just keeps happening. Like yeah. Oh, it focuses on the on it on that whole the whole morality of everybody around him big time in this season. I think more so than anybody else because like. There's several episodes where she's like, you know, how many people's died traveling with you? Have you ever killed anybody on purpose, like purposefully? And he's like, I mean, sometimes you got to do what you got to do, you know? Um, He's not afraid to say it, you know? He's just... Collateral damage. Yeah. I think that... I I think it was... I don't know. Not good, not good, not good. (laughs) Whoever had the... um, the theory that he's going to actually completely pass. It was Travis. Yeah. Travis hasn't seen the end of the season. And he said that. Yeah. Like he doesn't even know, he doesn't know any of that stuff. And when he said that, I'm like, damn, cause yeah, for the last, the last three episodes, he doesn't want to regenerate. Yeah. I really like, I mean, it's crazy that you, I, I like, I still don't know what's going on. I still haven't looked into it. I've remained spoiler free other than, the the fact that the first the first doctor makes an appearance like that's all that I know yeah which that's brief you know yeah um, that's only because they've announced that he's going to be in the Christmas special so I mean I figured yeah. oh yeah he's like, he, he, yeah so so I mean I I, I mean I, I still don't I don't know what happens in the season I mean I watched like maybe the first two or three episodes but I haven't. Damn. I never finished it. I haven't gotten a chance to. It's really good, man. I'm bummed to see him go. Yeah, and it, it was just starting to get good, man. Yeah. I, well, I, I, like I he found his voice. He found his, you know, he got in the way. flow. That's always, as far as, like, modern Doctor Who's concerned, that's kind of how 
every doctor's been. Um, by the time they change, you don't want them to. Listen, man, yeah. David Tennant's kind of always been my doctor. Yeah. This is a damn good doctor, though, because, like, it's just something about the older man, older, creepy eyes. Yeah. His delivery. Yeah. I mean, yes. this motherfucker delivers some dialogue. Like, Yes, it's amazing. He's good, man. I would have liked to have had him do a tenant run. He just Tenet gave all the other doctors a run for their money. Yeah. I mean, because Tenet ran for how many series? Was like four? Four? Five? Was it four? Yeah. I think it was four. So, um, you know, like I would have liked to have seen that that happen. Yeah. Um, I like the companion. Yeah. Which one? The black chick. Yeah. What was her name? Uh, Bill? Billy. Yeah, Bill. Yeah. So, yes, um, Bo. <laughs> she's uh, she's on some other shit. It I'll gets kill weird you and your fish eating friends. <laughs> uh, so, I think that the theory might hold. Hold. I mean, hold true. whenever Travis said that, you know, you hadn't watched them yet either. Like when Travis said that a few podcasts ago, I was like, hmm, like, yeah. I'm like, damn, that's because he has no idea about the. He doesn't want to regenerate. Yeah. I mean, he like there's one scene where his hand starts to glow and he runs out and sticks it in the snow. It's like not yet. Yeah. Well, I mean, he. Look, whenever Travis, you haven't. Have, what episodes have you watched, Trav? Have you watched the one uh, where they're on the space station yet? I, Are you talking about the, the little colony? Stuff. Yeah. The sad, the With emoji the robots. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, that was it. The last one I watched was the emojis. So you watch the one where they're in the suits and the suits are walking them around? Yes. Okay, so here's my question. What happened, okay? <laughs> Did he, like, use some of his doctor power to, like, bring her back to life? I don't know. You see what I mean? Like, Oh, yeah, there's there's some. Yeah, because she oh. dies, right? Oh, so maybe, well, that's why he's he's hurt. Yeah, possibly. Like he, well, he used some of his he, life on her. Well, yeah, because he does that. He goes blind. Yeah, you know, and and you don't see it. You see her wake up, and she's in, and she's like, "Where's the doctor?" And he's like, "Oh, he's over there resting." And then she dies again in the same episode, and he says, "What I did to her earlier will bring her back." You remember? Mm-hmm. And then like, so did he do, did he use some of his doctor power? I guess he used some of, he spent some life on her. <laughs> a a one up. He used a yeah. one up on her, which he's never done. Yeah. That, that's but he my promised thing. her that she'd be okay. Yeah. So he had to, you know, do something. So I the mean, doctor's got a code. Yeah. He's like, a, wouldn't it be crazy if uh, they mix Dr. Who and Dexter? Yeah. Dexter who? <laughs> Yes, and it was like past versions of himself, and he's like, "Now, Dexter, you know, <laughs> what, are, Dexter. what are you doing, Dexter?" Yeah, you his just companion is uh, what's his name, Batista. Yeah, Lucia, Batista. Batista. Now his his uh his uh companion is the little Japanese dude, Masuka. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I would watch. Tell me you that. wouldn't watch that. I would love Masuka's it. like. Yes. Always talking about some inappropriate shit, like <laughs> at the wrong time. <laughs> so I watched that, and I think, yeah, you need to finish it, Trav, because it's 
It's good. It's the best it's season that he's put out. It's Oh yeah. I finally got rid my, of the guitar for the yeah. most part. My favorite episode that he's done so far though is the dial. When he's inside the dial. Yeah. That that's been my favorite episode he's done. But as far as the season all all the way through, this season was great. Well seeing but, him, you know, it, it made me want to go watch other stuff that he's done. Yeah. He's right. a good actor. I heard that Three Musketeers is amazing. He was in a Three Musketeers on BBC or something like that. Mm-hmm. And everybody, this dude I work with was telling me, he's like, he's so good in it. You need to watch it. And I'm like, there's a lot of shit I need to watch, you know? You can tell but, he's proper, like, stage actor. Yeah, classically oh, trained. Oh, he's an actor. Yes. So, uh, speaking of somebody else that finished some shit, somebody huh? finished watching... Stranger Things. Me? I crammed <laughs> yeah. it. Um, what's today? Wednesday, Monday, I started watching it. Right. I watched like six episodes. Yes. Or, or five. And then today I crammed the others and, oh, yeah. <laughs> What'd you think? I wished I would have waited until the season, the next season dropped. It's in October, so you, but, you oh, have man, to it's so good. The Upside Down, the... I mean that that's a good show. Like, yeah, it pulled my ass in. I, w- I watched the first episode, you know, and I just kept banging them out. Just, yeah, yeah. And then as soon as I got some more free time, I was back on it. I watched uh, Fire in the Sky just to get it out of the way so I could go back to Stranger Things. <laughs> I hear you on that. Yeah, it, it's uh, what do you? All right, so we've all seen it, of course. So, what is that thing? What the the Demogorgon or whatever? Yeah. Here's what I think, which they kind of hint around about it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong because it's been a while since I've watched it. But she created the upside down, right? Yeah, she's the one that opened it up. Yeah. So is it her in the upside down world? See, that's the thing. It's she's like a parallel. Because she I she think, was the only thing that could kill it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that she, you know, in order to save the world, pretty much, you know, to stop the upside down and whatever the hell's coming in season two, it looks like something out of the Oh, mist. my God. Yeah. War of the Worlds. Yeah. I think that they're going to have to kill her to stop everything oh, like man. that. I think that's what's going to have to she happen. She told him that she was the bad guy. Yeah. She said, I'm the monster. Yeah, it's my fault. And they're like, no, no, no. And she's like, no, motherfuckers. Believe me. Because it never, you know, like they're always talking about blood, 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 blood. It never came after her ass, and she's bleeding through the whole damn show. Yeah, right. Not once did it come after her. Well, it it kind of felt almost like it was protecting her in a weird way. Yeah. What if, you know know how she's always bleeding? Yeah. All right. She's always bleeding. That thing feeds on blood. What if yeah. that's what's keeping her going? Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's her spirit animal. <laughs> you know that what I mean? Fucking, yeah, that thing. So Well, she told well, him. She created it, she opened it. The yeah. tear the tear in the wall. Yeah. The rip it's, in time and space. A great show. That intro. Yeah. I know, right? The way it shot. I mean, these guys did a great job, like this is like HBO 
Showtime, you know, prime TV material right here that Netflix picked up. Like, yeah, con- you know, good for them. Yeah, can't wait for the next season. I'm gonna binge watch the shit out of it. Yeah, me too. What do you think, Trav? You got any theories or anything on it? I went away from the first season thinking that what they fought in that season. The, the creature that was following them. It's the revelation that, like, maybe, like, even with, like, not even taking into consideration what the season two trailer showed, but um, that it that that wasn't that wasn't the big deal. That was That's like not a the bad guys. Yeah, like there's like I went. I, I felt kind of reassured when I saw the trailer or when I saw early shots of like you know. Where it actually shows that thing out in the distance. Yeah, I was like, I, I felt kind of vindicated because I was like, okay, because I, I knew there was a bigger fish. What was yes. crazy was and like, I'll oh, go ahead. I'm I'm interested in seeing what deal got struck between the scientist and that cop. Well, the scientist is dead. You guys remember thought- that? I thought that there was one or two that survived. Well, but the main guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. That thing jumped on him, killed his ass. Like, well, Do you think that he's uh, his deal is he's got to go to the Upside Down every now and again and tune some skulls up or something? I don't know. You know I, mean? I mean, he was like, you let us have the boy, you can have the girl. Yeah. And when they went in there, the guy said, he's gone. He's not going to make it back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the whole you know when they were fighting that thing was a fucking that was that was a hard boss, but <laughs> not the yeah. boss. I think you're right. Like, I kind of thought about that too. I was like, there's no way that there's just one thing there. Yeah, like, right. Like you know, there's people here, and then down there, there's whatever. Like, you know, and there's more of them like everywhere. I mean, yeah. And the, is the upside down spreading? Um, is it always been there? We just, there's a doorway now. How come that thing can tear through anywhere it wants to? Uh, it's got power. Well, see, man. I thought that, you know, you have a, you have a gate that's the in and that's the out. Yeah. But he can make a gate anywhere, but the gate closes. Yeah. When he busts through that wall and that's in that hallway in the school. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> right. Hey, when he hit him with that rock, he was like, he was like the beast. He's like, here's the killer. He gave him that big rock. Yeah. <laughs> he hit him, you know, and the girl pushed him back against the wall. Like, great show. Yeah. What about that light, light shit? The Christmas lights hung up. Oh all yeah. Over. I mean, dude, let's give it up for fucking Winona Ryder. Yeah, for real. She like, made a fucking comeback in a big bad way. Like, yeah, she was incredible. I mean, in that good show. Yeah. I always liked her, but damn. Yeah, I was, I was she, impressed. I don't think she's ever done anything that good, has she? Yeah, you know, you know, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> except for Beetlejuice. Except for Beetlejuice, man, of course. No, I've never um, seen her in something this serious. Yeah, right. Like a, like a real, she, like a proper role. Yeah, and she maintains it, you know? I um, like the cop. Was, yeah, he's going to be Hellboy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm all right with that. I yeah, like him. I am, I am too. Uh, I now, really before, like that guy a lot. Before I watched the show, I wasn't, but I like yeah. the cop. Like, 
He did a good job. Uh, yeah, the show was great. Like, now yeah. I just have to wait till October, and they'll drop the whole season in one day, and that's it. Like, yeah, that's all that, she that's wrote the way, for me. That's the way God intended it. Yeah. You know what I mean? PlayStation. <laughs> so, um, y'all want to talk, talk some dragons and scrambled eggs? I will say Game. this. If you haven't seen Stranger Things, go fucking watch it. Yeah, for, it's only one season in right now. Go watch it. It's eight episodes. The kids are amazing, man. I give it a star. Yeah. Fuck uh, it. Uh, I'm, I'm giving it three I'm, stars. Yeah, I was fixing to say <laughs> <laughs> the coveted three-star real estate yeah, award. Can we all give it three? Yeah, it's the only thing that's got nine stars. Uh, well, maybe Westworld. Um, but uh, so we got Game of Thrones this week. Mm. They're covering a lot of ground. Mm. <laughs> They're covering a lot of ground. We're going to cut it over to our Game of Thrones expert, Travis. Hey, Trav. Um. <laughs> he wasn't ready. <laughs> He's like, so a lot no, of shit like, happened. Like, <laughs> like, like dragons. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, <laughs> like so killing I, people and really, shit. Well. It's just insane how much plot how much this ground look, already covered. No, what's crazy it, the the amount of stuff we've seen in what three episodes? Yeah, it took yeah. three years to get that much. Yeah, before right. I mean they they stretched it out. They did a good job though, like yeah, stretching it out. They're like, all right, we just got to get to season. What is this seven? But, um, well, they they did uh, so much character building, the backstory. Yes, Building so much for this. So building. now you know everyone. You know Littlefinger's a piece of shit. You know the bald guy ain't got no balls. Uh, exactly. I mean, you know yeah, everyone. I know all these people. Yeah. I know I'm that at you. first I didn't like Jamie Lannister until he went on his fucking long walk. Yeah. I like him now. So take us down the episode, Trav. Oh, man. Well, like first off, <clears throat> I, I, it's it's hard to begin because this is one of those episodes that just said this is one of those like the pieces are moving episodes, you know? Yeah. Um, I can't believe. Well, for, well, one question I have is that that so they have absolutely no. Well, they were they were noted because it was in the middle of her meeting with Jon Snow. They really didn't ever act on Greyjoy's attack on their fleet. Yeah. I mean, I know that she kind of, you know, entertained the idea of just flying over and just wrecking shit. But, you know, everybody kind of talked her down. Yeah. But she was going to have to go. I, <clears throat> but, I mean... But how how about that though? How about just the whole Jon Snow Daenerys thing altogether? That like, was that's, that's the, it's been a long time in the making. That's the yeah. that is the well, I mean, a lot of these really big deal moments are all happening and happening in very nonchalant ways. It feels like yeah, because with them and with with this season being in high gear mode, and like Adam said, you know. They they've dished out in three episodes what takes like three seasons. It took years you know? to get that much before. 
Yeah. So I mean, you know, by this point, if 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 if, if, if you, you know, everyone's clearly seen the other episodes. I mean, the opening the opening scene of the season was probably the culmination of so much. Like it, it was the end of Arya's well, part the beginning of the end of Arya's arc of like, you know, it's starting her. You know, she's starting to take out the list. Yeah. yeah, she's working her way, and all the Starks are about to come together. Yeah, you know she's on her way there. You know, won't now, be long, and John's coming back. He's gonna get all the dragon right, glass a, he can carry. They, nobody believes his a, ass. Um, I've, I've 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 talked about the show with different uh, different people, uh, different coworkers, and stuff. And uh, I wonder if you guys have wondered the same thing because I called it, and I've had to like. Someone brought it up and it made me mull it over. And I was like, you know, I think this is probably what's happened. But you guys remember how Brandon Stark eerily says the same thing to Sansa that Littlefinger did? Which was um, what? Like. About the wedding? Well, no. Uh, I mean, there's. I'm trying to remember exactly what the dialogue is. Well, now, did Littlefinger say it first? Yes. Well, now he's repeating shit, just letting her. I thought he was letting her know that I can see everything. Like, I'm letting you know that I know what happened to you on your wedding night. Yeah. Like, I can see everything. He let her know right there because she walked away like, oh, my God. <laughs> he knows. Because she kind of didn't believe it. He's like, it's hard to explain. So how about I just, you know. Tell you yeah. some shit. How about I tell you some hard to get shit, okay? Because I wasn't yeah. there. <laughs> but I mean, he's almost went full sage. Oh, he's super saiyan, dude. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. And he's creep. Why, why has I'm, he got the fucking thousand yard stare now? Is it because he knows what happened? Is that why he was acting weird well, around I mean, her? Because he well, kind of felt well, bad? I mean, or when, well, I mean, considering what he just went through, being chased out of a hole in the ground by the Night King and the White Walkers, along with suddenly meeting the these random ass little wood elves the the damn children of the forest and shit that just whole, got real like yeah he, i mean he he's seen the most shit besides john seeing the army right so he's he's got i mean everything's pretty much futile to him i guess like i don't know but i'm wondering <clears throat> i don't know there's just so many different trajectories this show could take I'm still holding on to the idea that I think everybody's going to die. Like, I think <laughs> it's going to be like, well, plot points will be wrapped up, but the futility of it all. Well, that's what happened before, forward. right? Well, I mean, that's been kind of an overarching theme of this entire story is that it doesn't matter. Right. But, when Jon Snow dies, but, he'll be like, not again. <laughs> not again. Um,. Seeing those two standing there on that like little balcony thing, yeah, I was just like, I've been waiting a long time to see some of these characters just fucking meet. Well, I mean, one thing I've wondered too is that um, I can't remember if it was referenced in the show or not, but they talk about a character from like the early history of Westeros and stuff, a, a character named Bran the Builder. He's the guy that builds the wall. I wonder if if Brand Brandon or whatever 
since he was named after If him, it was him? If he goes back in time and does it. He could. Oh, that would be so epic. Dude. <laughs> oh, if they fucking that, do that, that you're going to uh, get podcast oddly, award of the year. <laughs> oddly enough, man, like something that I, that, that, that's always bothered me about the show that is different from the books is, um, it's this thing. There's these two different horns that get brought up in the books in, in, in the early parts of the story. When, uh, John Snow is still on the Knights watching. He's dealing with Mance Raider or whatever. Yeah, he tells he tells John, and he and John actually goes in like this tent thing, and he sees this horn. This horn is supposed to be able to bring down the wall. Like when they blow it, it destroys the wall. Right. Um, because and Cold Hands kind of hinted around it in the show, but the wall is infused with magic. Like they're like the White Walkers cannot physically go past the wall. Like if they were to breach the gates and stuff, they can't do it. So they have to bring it down. So so theoretically the final battle is going to either be fought in the North or the wall is going to get broken or destroyed. And that's how they get into Westeros. There's also another horn that Aron Greyjoy is supposed to already have. And it's this, it's supposed to be a horn that can tame dragons. As part of his whole thing is in the books, he's been off in his exile that they've just called it in the show. He's been over in Essos, which is that the country where Daenerys has been doing her whole story at. Yeah. And he, I, I, one way or another, if I, if, if, if I can recall the books, because it's been a minute since I've read, I've read the books, but um, he's supposed to have gotten a hold of this horn. And his whole thing was instead of going to Cersei, to marry, he was going to go try to get Daenerys and marry her. Ah, and if if she if she refused, then he's just going to take her dragons. Right. And I've wondered about that the entire time this show's been going. Um, but believe it or not, I stumbled across a Nerdist article a while back. And the article is someone bringing up the same issue that I had. Where were the, like, why aren't these, this seemingly integral part of the story, why is it not being noticed? And actually it is, but they're just not making a big deal about it. Right. There's a part where when Sam's in the North, um, it's when they first stumble across that little cache of dragon glass. Yeah. <clears throat> there's a there's a horn that's that's by that dragon glass. There was a horn. Now, now it could just be whoever had it. It was just a war horn they used to signal to the to a platoon off in the distance or something. Right. Or that could be the horn of of it's, there's a horn of winter and the horn of summer. What does Think about what? the horn of horn of winter is the one that brings down the wall. Horn of uh, Summer is the one that's supposed to tame the dragons. The, I the bet only, that was the, the. I bet that was the Winter war, Horn. Because yeah, it's with and, the dragon and, glass, like. And and if you were and if and, thanks to the watchful eye of the God Nerdist or whatever, he pointed out, Sam still has that horn, at yeah. the Citadel with him in Old Town. 
Yeah, I've seen I've seen a little hair horn action here and there. You know what I mean? Like Sam's just hanging. A little horny. Yeah, getting get a little horn action. I have seen it dangling. You know what I mean? Yeah, dangling horn. Um, the thing about the the He's horn of the summer, horn. the uh, the other mm-hmm. name for the horn of summer though is called the dragon bind or dragon binder or something like that. The actual horn for horn of winter is called the horn of Jormund or some some Nordic sounding name. You know? Yeah. But um, the I don't it, it's. I can't remember what they said. Like the horn of winter was blown once and I think it stopped the white walkers the first time, but if it's blown again, it destroys the wall. Right. If what if the they don't know that? Blown, what if he reads in the book, that. they can blow the horn. They blow it, brings the wall. That's what brings the wall down. Then they can come in. But, but see, here's something else too. What if that's not the horn and the night King already has it? Oh shit! Because um, that would be a terrifying scene that the the others roll up out of the woods. Night King wheels the damn horn out and just straight up wrecks that wall and frozen zombie apocalypse ensues. What right. if he's got the dragon horn? Oh, another shit! Another. another We'll see. That's another interesting mm. thing as well. Another interesting. Cause see, here's what I've thought about throughout the the show recently. What if the what if the Night King is able to kill and resurrect one of Daenerys's dragons? But can they do that to animals? Yeah. That's the thing. Well, I think they're gonna kill the drag. A dragon's gonna die. Yeah, for well, sure. They can, well, no, they can to animals. Remember the whites ride horses. That's right. Yeah. The, the skeleton yeah. horses. That's right. Um, I like, think they're, they're, he's going to, if, if they kill a dragon, he's going to get it. For sure. But see, the, but the horn that can tame a dragon, though, kills whoever blows it. Ah. So why but, would you tame a dragon and die? But here's, but, I mean, but who, here's what I wonder. I wonder if, since the name of the horn is called Dragon Binder, I wonder if it does some forced war like shit. Like puts you into Brand, the dragon. That that yeah, that's what Brand's abilities called warging in this in in the Song of Ice and Fire world. I wonder if that horn forces your soul into into a dragon. Like you are oh. the dragon. And I mean, what if that what if that happens? Like say say Daenerys takes a spear to the hip or something. And her only way of living is to blow the horn and get inside one of her dragons. Like the dragons become like a vessel or something. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I mean, com- considering how this story starts, the ending is going to be completely ridiculous. Yeah. Because one thing I've enjoyed with this series has been how when it first starts, there's literally no magic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's maesters. It's, it's like a medieval. That, that I, well, for me, maesters were always mages. They just didn't have power, you know? Yeah. But then the second book slash second season throws that out the window when you meet those sorcerers that try to steal the dragons from, and yeah. they're the ones that, they're the ones that drop the critical plot points on the dragons and the use of magic in the world. Yeah. The, the older that the dragons get, I believe the more dragons that there are, it's almost like the like dragons in this world are like the battery for ma- for magic. 
Yeah. The more they are, the more of the them stronger there, the magic. There are. Remember the 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 what was it? Yeah. A meteor, a comet. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and yeah, so I feel like regardless of where the story goes, like by the end, it's gonna be like just like balls to the wall fantasy. I mean, it already is in and of itself, but it's going to take that steer from being this gritty, realistic feudal society to just like magic dragons, army of the dead, everybody fighting it out. Like I want to see Jon Snow fight the Night King. Yeah. Well, all right. So here's my question with the episode. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, and we still, have not seen the arrival of Azur Aha, the Lord of Light. And there's so far there's three contenders in my book for who that could be. It's either Jon Snow, the Hound, or Beric Dundarian. Right. Who are you placing your money on? Uh I don't know. I feel like it's 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 going to boil down to John or Dundarian. Think so. Um, there are some pretty interesting theories out there that propose that even Cal Drogo could be that. But considering what we now know with the way this season's playing out, it seems like that's very much not. That's highly unlikely. Right. Um. But I don't know, like, because because obviously with the, it, it's going to be the Lord of Light versus the Night King. Who the Lord of Light's going to be manifested through is probably going to be the big, the big deciding factor. Yeah. One of the main, one of the people that finally make it to the final battle, one of the main characters, whoever that's him, is probably going to have like that whole, I don't know, I just imagine somebody like, Straight up flame on fucking Fantastic Four style engulfed in fire yeah. fighting the Night King, which would look really badass. My Braun. It could I mean I mean it, it it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. Because that it's 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 done in such a way that they've managed to 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 keep it it's one of those shows where it can spawn a million theories, but none of them. Yeah, right. a million and bags. one. Let me ask you this: <laughs> Can he warg into the Night King? Uh, oh, that that would be interesting. I mean, and to see the thing about thing about warging is that <laughs> it's like I did it the other day. The thing about warging, uh, it's just funny the way that, you said it. <laughs> But what's what the the interesting thing about it is that the way they describe it in the books is that when you're when you're in the like the trees, those the the white trees with the red leaves and stuff, when you're in those when when whenever you can jump to those trees, those are the ones that let you like time travel. Or I mean, I and then again, I could be completely misreading it. But the, what I took when I read it was that when they're in those trees. They can go back and forward through time, but they can also like soul jump into like other animals. As we've seen, there's that one wildling that could do it with the hawk and stuff. Well, in one of the, one of the books, there's a war that 
his actual body dies, but his soul was not in it. So his soul was just left jumping from place to place. Right. And I'm wondering if that chapter was a metaphor for something that might happen to Bran. Like, um, he'll be, you know, say he wargs into a dragon, like when Daenerys rolls up at the final battle. Say he jumps into one of those dragons, but one of the others stabs him and kills his body. You know, what's going to happen? You know, how that happens. And a lot of people have said that when characters are, a lot of the, the, the way they've explained it in the books is like, if you do that, like you'll just, you'll, you'll, you'll soul jump forever and just your, your consciousness will just go insane. Hmm. Well, Hey, well, will uh, Khaleesi and Jon Snow find out that they may be related at some point. Um, I mean, no one knows this. Who knows? Yeah. Everybody that knows it's dead. Right. Well, Bron knows it now. He does. Remember? Yeah. Oh, he knows everything. Yeah. So he can bring it's it just, up. It's just going to be a matter of everyone getting around him. I mean, they are, they're brother and sister, right? Yeah. Half well, brother, that, half sister. That theory that I shared the other day, did y'all see that about who Tyrion? No. Uh, may, it's, a, it's a theory going around that Tyrion may be... Um, Another Targaryen? Yes. He's a bastard. Uh, well, his mom slept with the Mad King. Oh. That's why she died during childbirth, and her womb couldn't handle the fire or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> it's basically saying that John and uh, the three, Daenerys and yeah, the three, the three that the ride, dragon. they ride the dragons in the books, right? Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. I mean, so, uh, well, my question is, okay, what's Khaleesi's move? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I think I think she's going to be forced to just have to assault King's Landing. I mean, do you think that she's just going to full take it on and like just let that be that? Because like, okay, Jon Snow shows up and he's like, look, it doesn't matter. You wanting to be on the Iron Throne? None of this bullshit even matters. Quit fucking with it. We need help now. And she's like, nah. They don't believe ride. it. Well, of course. But um, this is my thing that I've noticed. We saw a different version of her during this confrontation. Did Did y'all feel that way? A little bit. Like she acted and spoke like a completely different person than, than we've seen in the past. Yeah. Um. I, you know, she's getting a little uh, hungry for the throne, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, you know. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, it's reflecting in her decision. Yeah, it's reflecting in how she treats people and all this. Because, like Jon Snow said, like, we don't have any dealings with them. We don't give a shit. I'm king of the north, and I'm trying to protect everybody from other shit, of course, you know. And she's like, yeah, but still. And he's like... But still, nothing, bitch. Like for real, no, the throne like, doesn't like, matter when the dead yeah. get here. Yeah, you'll be ruling over a cemetery. Didn't he say that a frozen, frozen cemetery? So, um, so Grey Worm and his uh, ballist troop take over Castle Rock, 
while it was almost completely unmanned. Which Jamie said means nothing. Yeah. There's not enough food there. They're going to have to leave at some point. Yeah. Uh, they go down and kill, what, the Queen of Thorns or something like that? <laughs> well, uh, what's her name? Yeah, what was the girl uh, that died? Olena Tyrell. Yeah, Tyrell. Yeah. So uh, Jane. The Queen, Queen of Highgarden. Yeah. Dude. That shit at the end when she just fucking lays it all out. She mm. just flops her damn Game of Thrones dick out on the Big table. veiny and purple. Yes. Hot green Game of Thrones dick, dude. Yeah. And she's like, up yours, bitch. She's like, I'm you glad I'm not going to die like your son. Yeah. I didn't know that it was going to do that to him when I gave the order. Yeah. Ooh, like, he wanted to take his sword out. He's like, is that his sword? Yeah. <laughs> Um, so she's got troops at Castle Rock. She's got, that's it pretty much. Right. I mean, well, she's been, she's checkmate. She's gone. What do you mean? Oh, no, I'm bitch. saying, I'm saying Daenerys. Oh, like she had two different groups. One going one way, one going well, the other the boats way. got, they got attacked, right? Yeah, yeah, and then they they took over Castle Rock, which Jamie's right about. Like they're probably going to abandon that shit and bring all them people back. Well, here's the thing: why would you even want that? What? Well, strategically, if it makes sense to have, if you have enough people to fight a war, now she doesn't because half of her army's gone, pretty much. You know? Yeah. Like I think that she was, which gonna, is she why she taking, needs Jon Snow. Yeah. She acted well, she like t- she didn't need him. Yeah. She needs him. Well, here's my question, too. Like, is something going to happen while Jon Snow's there that kind of makes them unite together? You know what I'm, You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mutually. Well, Tyrion. Well, no, I mean, like, an event happening while Jon's there and he, like, helps them. Something happens and he. He shows that, like, look, we're on the same team. Like, I don't care anything about all these politics. You know what I mean? I don't want the throne. Yeah, exactly. You can have it. You can stick it up your ass. Yeah. You can do whatever you want with it. Not important to me. Yeah. So do you think something's going to happen at Dragonstone while he's still there that kind of unites their forces together? I don't know. I mean that—that's the. I wish there would be some sort of sequence where they, they ride the dra- they ride those dragons to the north. They were talking about it, her going yeah. alone. I mean, if 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 they could, and I, when they were talking about it, I was like, yeah, but all three of you could go. Yeah, there's because, three of them because you're all fucking. Uh, what do they call Targaryens? Uh, They're all Targaryens. They can ride dragons. Yeah. What if they find that out? What if when he's down there mining the dragon glass, they find something that, the you horn? know, something. She what didn't if, even know it was there. Yeah, exactly. There's a mine down there, though. Yeah. What's inside of it? Well, and who? Uh, what's his name's coming back, too? Dude cured him of the grayscale. Um. And he said he's on his way back to Daenerys, right? Yeah. So what kind of impact? Because I can't remember. Glad he didn't die. They left. 
Well, yeah, of course. But did did he leave? Because I know she got rid of his ass for being a spy, and then he showed back up and saved he her. Saved her he ass, had, and this is what she said. She said, "Go find a cure and come back to me." Okay, go find. It. That's your mission. I couldn't remember if they left on good terms or not. Yeah, they did. Do you think his arrival's going to turn? Is going to does does he know Jon Snow and does he know? The White Walkers. Well, he and is knows Tyrion because he fucking carried his ass. Yeah. That's why he caught well, of course. him. You know? Yeah, yeah. But, but he was the rival. hand before, right? Was he the hand? Uh, yeah. And they sent him packing to, to spy on her. Yeah. So I think that his arrival at Dragonstone is going to be more than just him showing back up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to have a bigger impact. Uh, and I do, I think that she's probably going to like take all her shit and storm the castle and say, fuck everybody within the next episode or two and take that shit over. Cersei's going to die. Jamie's probably going to live, live for a little bit. Here's my thing with that. Like, I feel like, I still feel like Jamie's going to kill her. Yeah. But then we find out. It's Arya. Well, she's heading north. Yeah, but, well, it would have to be a few episodes down the line, but... Yeah. I don't know if they're going to kill Jamie off that quick, like... No, that's what I'm saying. I think that they're going to kill Cersei soon, and that Jamie's going to probably die in the battle against the White Walkers. Like, I think that he's going to... He is a good guy. Yeah, I think he's going to be like, look, my sister's a bitch. I'm sorry I fucked her. You know, he's going to take him and his golden hand and head up north, you know. Um, I don't know. That's that's pretty much what all I got out of. I think that, you know, they're going to abandon Castle Rock, of course, and then they're just going to go balls to the wall against King's Landing because she doesn't have – she's half of an army down than she was before. And um, something's going to happen to provoke her to – to, to go all out. You know what I mean? Well, the Ed Sheeran song foreshadows that Jamie's going to kill her. Yeah. I mean, when you go back and listen to it and they talk about it, you're like, yeah, I mean, that's, that sounds that's about right. That. He's yeah. already like, this bitch is crazy. Well, let's <laughs> see now, now he knows Tyrion didn't do shit. Yeah. I think that, I think Cersei knew you know, she's after Tyrion. Like she's trying to like put him against him. She yeah. knows what happened. Yeah, because she hated the bitch. She sent him there to kill her. Yeah. I mean, why did they kill her? Uh, because she was in on all the shit. Well, yeah. Because they got the girl. You know, the woman in the basement and her kid. Yeah. You're gonna sit here and watch her rot away. They're gonna keep her alive just to watch her rot. You know what I thought she was gonna say. I thought she said she's gonna say you're about to watch the mountain rail on this chick. Remember when she <laughs> brought him in the room and was like, "Have your way with him." Yeah, I was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> here's round two. He's about to show you the <laughs> definition of a fidget spinner." <laughs> <laughs> they call him the mount. His name is the mountain, but they call him the avalanche in the sack. Yeah. Wow! 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 wow. So. uh I mean, well, see now he's learning stuff like 
it's not all true. Like what she's, you know, she's put him against Tyrion and yeah, you know, the only thing Tyrion did was kill his, he killed his dad, but it might not be his dad. Exactly. So, you know, which is why he didn't like the motherfucker. Like, yeah. I mean, if it was his kid. Yeah. Well, it's just like the John snow situation. You know, like he knows that it's not his kid, but he has to keep up appearances, you know. He promised the, his sister that he would. Yeah. And so, he was you a know. Good guy. Poor Ned. We need him. We do. What if he comes back as the Lord of Light? Ah! <laughs> Trav, what do you think about that shit? Look, I gave up any chances of Ned showing up a long time ago, man. Ah, uh, come we on. We see Ned. Dude. But, dude, his head's on a fucking spike, man. Yeah, but they said that fucking uh, Carl, Kyle Drogo is going to come back as the Lord of Light. His ass has been fucking dead for a, since season two, right? I don't know, man. I just think it, it's, it's going to be a long stretch to make decapitation. He's the Lord of Light. He can do, he can do what he's... Cause it that would be... be- it would be interesting if that happens and, like, yeah, it looks like him. Yeah, you know that's what, what I'm mean? saying. Like, it's it, – he, ta- the Lord of Light takes on the appearance of of Ned because – That would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't want that? So, well, what if Jamie's the Lord of Light? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he grows his handbag. <laughs> I am complete. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, is there any... Huh? I'm just what? laughing at that. I am complete. <laughs> Fuck. But did, did Ned follow the Lord of Light? Was that his thing? No, nah, man. What was but his religion? Like the old gods, right? What if he comes back as one of the Seven. old gods? Oh, uh, like Zeus? That would, I'll, it'll blow my fucking mind if they if at the end it's like... The Night King's fucking him up, and he just comes riding in. Slow motion. A fucking unicorn. <laughs> On a flaming horse. Yeah. Oh, my God. It, Chops the Night King's like, head off. Yeah. And then it just disappears. Yeah. And into the fucking John's dust. like, that's my father. Yeah. And then <laughs> that's Brand's my dad. Like, Actually. Yeah. If you want to get technical and he pushes his glasses up. <laughs> Basically, um, <laughs> so what's his name? Littlefinger was super creepy in this episode, but he's always creepy, man. Whenever he delivers I, his dialogue, he like looks straight ahead. He doesn't like, move. <laughs> he doesn't like <laughs> this guy's yeah. kind of way like he <laughs> is Littlefinger, man. <laughs> this guy will for no matter what he does, he will forever be Littlefinger. Yeah. Um, do you think Littlefinger's going to die? I think Littlefinger, he's still pushing for someone to get the throne. He's That's pushing all him. he can think about. I feel like eventually, or it would be nice to see Littlefinger, like Sansa kill Littlefinger. Somebody's going to yeah. fuck him up. Jon Snow well, put like, him against he, the wall and was like, you fucking bitch. He, I'm hear telling you. Here, here's something I've thought about with that whole that whole story. I feel like wouldn't it be the greatest irony that because remember Littlefinger is the reason Ned died to begin with. Yeah. 
Oh, if he comes back as the Lord of Light and kills Littlefinger. Someone knows (laughs) that. Bran knows. Yeah. And now he's there. That's the one bit of information that Sansa does not know. Yeah. And the minute she finds out, I think she's going to have him killed. Well, Bran knows everything. Well, considering she has Bran and Jon Snow with her now. Yeah. And Arya soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to to leave. He's a character that I love to hate. Littlefinger? Yes. Oh, I like him. I mean... He's a good, bad guy. Yeah, he is. He is. I love to hate him, you know? This guy plays a damn good Littlefinger. He's got a mean Littlefinger. Yeah. You know? It might be little, but it's hell at 90 miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, um, what if Bronn wargs out into Littlefinger? You know what I mean? Kills himself and then wargs back into his own body. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really would like to see the Lord of Light manifest himself as. I want to see a, him. Yeah. I imagine that he looks kind of like the dude from uh, the villain at the end of the Wonder Woman movie, but like less. I was thinking Dr. Manhattan. Oh, big fucking blue dick walking around? Yeah, but like just light. Oh, yeah. Just white light. Yeah. Don't you bitches know about this blue dick? Yeah. Remember that, that part in that movie where he's like going down on her and doing all this other shit? He's in there reading a book. She's like, what are you doing? You're not even paying attention to me. And it's like, I've lost all pleasure for, you know, mortal things. I have blue balls. Yeah. Look at them. They're blue. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Megan was in that movie. Really? Yeah. He, he was, was the, the funny guy. Yeah. Yeah. That movie was all over the board, man. Like it's. Yeah. When I think of, I need to watch that movie like 30 times just so I can remember what's going on. Like it's all <laughs> over the place. Like. Yeah, that's what was my complaint with that movie. Good movie, but it was just all over the fucking place. Like too Flash much going bag. on. Yeah, we got a, we got a blue guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> we got us a blue guy over here. Damn, look at the balls on you. If, uh, we're talking about. <laughs> Oddly enough, um, I believe since we brought up Watchmen, um, if I recall, I believe I went and watched the midnight showing of that with uh, our buddies over at the podcast that Tom forgot. Oh, oh. really? Huh. Uh, I believe wow. If I were both that was of, one of them, the last movie, I believe so. Wow. I think we all rode over there and and uh, what and we the fuck? The, uh, Damn. Damn, Trav. You bridging. You, you bridging holding universes. out on us. <laughs> yeah. Build, building bridges. Yeah. Travis is the key. You know, Travis He's is the- building bridges <laughs> and I'm fucking burning them down. <laughs> You've got a, you got a horn that you blow that destroys the bridge. Travis like, I slaved away at this bridge all day. You're like, Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording. <laughs> Fuck your bridge. All right, so something weird done just got happened. <laughs> stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, Stranger Things happened. I think uh, Adam opened a portal or something. I don't know. Yeah. But um, 
So it got weird for a second, but we're back. This was the almost the podcast that time forgot. Like, <laughs> yeah, it for really real. was. Yeah, uh, it could have been bad, but thank, thank the dark whoever. Yeah, thank the, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank the fucking Snow King. Um, the, te- <laughs> the technical, the technical prowess of our uh, on hand IT guy, Adam G. Oh my god. He saved it, you know what I'm saying? Ah He's got skills that kills, ladies. <laughs> kills that kills. So um anyway, Trav's building bridges. Go check those bridges out with uh, I burn them down. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> with uh <laughs> go check out podcast Time Forgot uh those guys podcasts. It's uh Yeah. It's pretty good. I listen to um I haven't listened to any of their new stuff because they're talking about shit that I ain't seen yet, but well, you've been working sixteen-hour days. Oh yeah, there's that too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, but uh, check us out on the socials, Twitter, Facebook, all the Twitters. Yes, get get us to a hundred subs or a hundred. Trav's gonna shave his eyebrows off, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just shave one of them off. I'm gonna make a hundred fake accounts. <laughs> that'll be the first. That'll be the first picture that Real Estate uploads. Besides the one that's already up there is Trav missing eyebrows. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, check us out on the socials. What are we watching next week? Alien Covenant. Finally, you know. Right, we've been building up to this. I've, the I release wonder- date is upon us. Yeah, I've been wanting to go watch this. I wanted to go watch it in theaters, but of course, you know, I didn't get to 16-hour days. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> House payment. But um, finally going to get to watch it. Finally going to give it an honest look. Um, I, I saw Yeah, I saw mixed reviews, but I'm hopeful. Um, there's a topic that we may get into next week that has to do with that a little bit about you know, our movie going expectations and how that affects our enjoyment of the movies. But we'll talk about that next week. I've been saving that one for that particular movie. You know what Damn. I mean? <laughs> for real. I've been saving it for me because like my expectations are, I wouldn't say like, um, um, I don't know, like Thor Ragnarok high, you know what I mean? Like, my expectations on that movie are so high, it's unbelievable. Oh, my God. But my, I'm thinking it's going to be Thor good. Yeah. Oh, I think it's going to beat Thor good. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. It's going to be Thor Ragnarok good. It's going to be Ragnarok good. Yeah. Ragnarok. So um, <laughs> check us out. Check the pod, podcast Time Forgot Out. Tell those guys that we told you about it. Uh, we may do some stuff with them in the future. We might have some behind-the-scenes shit cooking. I might be working on some games, some more games. You know what I mean? Oh, Griffin games. Yeah. (laughs) 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 So, yeah. Galaxy games. Oh, my God. We can't get into the galaxy. If they're fucking abducting us and experimenting on us like in that movie. That's what it was about. They were trying to see if we were ready for the galaxy games. Well. Nope. We're not. <laughs> whenever yeah. whenever he kicked that dude in the head, he looked at him like, disqualified. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my face, Malta. This was an invitation. <laughs> oh, the 
the uh, that look the, he gave the, him, man. The thumbnail, the thumbnail for this episode's got to be a screenshot of that look, and it's just yeah. Uh, I mean, it, we'll this see what look we can this, do. The look this alien gives us, guys, is sight to behold. I wish it was. It said gym. everything. It said a thousand words. Yeah, <laughs> in, in a millisecond. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, check us out next week. We're watching Alien Covenant, and um, let us know what you thought of this week's episode. Maybe, uh, maybe it's good. I'm hoping so. Yeah. Well, at least it's fucking here. Yeah. All I'm saying, but you know, we narrowly avoided a bombing. <laughs> yeah, All I'm saying, and and the check for that narrowly avoided bombing is in the mail. Am I right? It's in the mail. It is. And don't forget to keep it rigid. Yeah.